world's gone crazy. And we're just trying to keep up. Bob and Zip. Recorded live from Detroit, Michigan, Boston, Massachusetts, close enough, and Hooterville, Vermont, with special guests from Seattle. It's the Bob and Zip Show with Ed Kelly, December 18th. Bob and Zip Show with Ed Kelly. Well, that's some kind of three-legged dog show. Bob and Zip Show with Greetings, everybody. It's December 18th. It's my 39th wedding anniversary. Oh, congratulations, Robert. <laughs> uh, Lisa, I think she might be up in bed by now. Uh-huh. Be Awaiting oh, with rose petals and the whole deal? Oh, well, yeah. so we have this thing we do to each other as a couple. Would you like yeah. to hear about it? I'm not sure. (laughs) (laughs) You won't know until after I start, and then you won't be able to stop me. That's true. So, and this started a number of years ago uh, when we were living in Seattle. Um, Our bank did this promotion where, and the money went for like some children's organization. But if you did business at the bank, you could buy a little stuffed animal for like $3 or something. And so... She picked one up because she was not feeling like herself. She was feeling generous. Mm. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> and, and so then I picked one up. And what we started doing is we started leaving them in all these weird places. And uh, shortly after that, this I don't know if you remember this guy, Terry Fader. He was this uh, ventriloquist performer who... Uh, was is just incredible. They built a Terry Fader theater, theater for him in Las Vegas. And he was on Oprah and he, he won America's Got Talent. Anyway, it turns out he was a huge fan of Twisted Tunes and he was excited to meet me and <laughs> gave me the Terry Fader turtle. Um, it's sort of like a puppet, but it was his cat. It was a turtle and it was the cutest stuffed animal. So what my wife and I have always done around our anniversary is put the turtle in compromising positions. <laughs> oh, usually, usually in the bedroom. I don't want to get too specific about this. This is a, somewhat of a family show. But so, and so when I come up to bed and, you know, she gets up early in the morning and I will never get up early in the morning again as long as I live. So you understand you that. You your dues, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so she, um, at night, she's taken to surprising me with it. Like, I'll get in the covers and I'll go, what's that? And I'm getting intimate with the turtle. So, it's me, Mitch McConnell. Right. <laughs> We're going to bring Mitch in. We had him on the radio show. We'll bring him in on the podcast. So, anyway, so I, I go to bed last night and she's asleep. And, uh, and, and don't infer the wrong thing by that. We still love each other in the bedroom, but... It, I don't know how you feel about this, Zip, but afternoon works best. <laughs> I believe that was implied <laughs> at this age. Yeah. Yes. So yes. anyway, so I get in the, and I'm feeling around for us. So I'm like, where is the turtle? <laughs> and the turtle on a rock. And yeah. I'm like, but I'm trying not to wake her either because that goes bad, yes. like an exorcism. <laughs> 
So I, I can't find the turtle. Oh. And finally, I just sort of give up. It's not under the pillow. It's not hanging off the lamp. It's not upside down as I look up, you know, uh, like a mobile or mobile or whatever they call it. <laughs> and so I go to bed and there's no turtle and I forget all about it. Mm-hmm. This morning I wake up and I go to open my closet to put my bathrobe in there. The turtle is hanging upside down <laughs> on a hanger and he has hung himself. <laughs> That's subtle yet anvil-like. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. And uh, I said, best one yet. So tonight, after we finish recording the podcast, uh, whatever I'm going to do with that turtle is going to be anatomically uncomfortable for him. I know. <laughs> you know, I thought this was going to end. I thought you were going to tell me you woke up and realized that you dreamed about eating, a, you know, salami on a hard roll. <laughs> and, the tur- and the turtle was gone. And it was the turtle now. No, no. We love that turtle. But it's, it's you know, it's one of those, you get silly and nostalgic and romantic when you get older. Uh-huh. Um, the other thing, now that I'm more or less retired, mm-hmm. aside from all this stuff, yes. is, uh, and I don't know if you, yeah, are you guys, demand, well, you're you're single, although you have a, a hot girlfriend, Ed, but, and, you, and you're, uh, you have a partner, a long-term committed partner, so you're, oh, you're yeah, a common law marriage. Yeah, you're, sure. you're family, but as I got older, um, I enjoy doing domestic things that I never would have touched with a 10-foot pole. Oh, really? Yeah. And the way I rationalized it back then was, I'm working like 100 hours a week trying to build a life <laughs> for us, baby. Yeah. And, um, and also, you know, and I literally, and Zip, you know this, running your own company, I could not catch up every day. Every every time I went to bed, there were still 50 things I should have done and wouldn't have time for. So I enjoyed that the dishes were clean. I enjoyed the laundry was done. And um, it never occurred to me that that would... And plus, I was raised in a 50s household where the girls did the dishes and the guys mowed the lawn and took out the garbage. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make me a misogynist. It makes but, you Ward Cleaver. <laughs> but it looks that that's way. That's the skill set. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's the yeah. skill so, set I know and love. Yes. I, I realized lately that I've been cooking dinner. I've been, like when I see dishes in the sink, I see it as an opportunity, not just to help. And I know I'm never going to win her approval. We're beyond that. <laughs> yes. But I see friend. it as something mellow I can do that's very react, relaxing and I can daydream while I do the dishes. And she yeah. still looks at me. She still cocks her head and goes, what did you buy? What do you, you know, what do you want to? <laughs> What's what are you the underlying motive? Yeah. Oh, that's great. And anyway, I'm just here to tell you, white hair, getting old. It's, it's. Yeah. You know, except for the fact that, you know, I'm not worth anything anymore and uh, completely unimportant, except for maybe some dear close friends a little bit once in a while. It's a good time. This is interesting. Uh, Mm -hmm. Jeannie was out of town for the better part of a week. And um, I really made a concerted effort. Number one, I straightened up the garage so we'd get both cars in because of the snow, which was a major effort. And just, but we got the two dogs and I mean, it was really an effort to keep the place clean because I just, you right. know, the minute she left, the oh, place was God. full of debris yeah. and it was she, like, she went God, to Florida, I need a right? Front and, end loader. And, and, you know? and right. <laughs> At that point, you're the odd couple, only you're the dirty one and there's no one else to blame it on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But she was, she did. And she kind of was like, wow, this is the, she was really impressed. So you did I a managed. good job when she got home. Yeah. 
Yeah. And did you, by guy. the way, if you're like me, did you sit there, and wait for her to walk in the door and notice? Well, I was. Yeah, I did. Oh, I waited, and she, but you know, she did notice. It was amazing. That's and nice. then the the afterglow wore off about. Ten minutes later, <laughs> she found a few things that a few things that were still not quite, to, you know, her demanding. So it is the 18th of December. Uh, first off, a b bunch of developments. Congratulations, by the way. Yeah. that's that's, yes. a, that's oh, a. Oh, uh, thank you very much. Uh, 39 years. We're officially starting our 40th year. I told her yesterday, maybe we'll go for 50. Yeah, why not? 40 is the new 50. I mean, the only thing that's going to cut me short now is a heartbeat and a pulse at this point. <laughs> so, um, uh, anyway, uh, news on this podcast. On the last podcast, we brought in both Spike and Joe. And I do have to say, uh, first off, um, well, it's wonderful. I, you know, I hung out with them for 25 years. Zip and I worked for six years together in Boston. Ed Kelly worked with us for really in both shows. So yeah. for a couple of decades off and on uh, doing mm -hmm. character voices. And anyway, it, it got a little crazy, but it was really fun and entertaining. So uh, what we plan for 2021 is to try and up it a notch and uh, get it to the next level. They're raising the stakes. Raising the bar. Give me every cliche you can think of, please. As if you must have a cliche. Their act. <laughs> or you could just sit there and mock me and Ed as we They're <laughs> getting their proverbial <laughs> together. At, at, at my age, it sounds exhausting, but I'm in. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> and, uh, and that'll mean twisted tunes. Uh, that'll mean more guests. Uh, like uh, Spike and Joe, who are hilariously funny, yes. uh, my son, comic Andrew Rivers, and uh, our attorney friend, Sean Alexander. And I reached out to this guy the other day, uh, my <laughs> oh, friend Harry. Uh, well, you we coming call, out at this age? Or? Well, we call him Rick the Bouncer. Now, Zip huh. knows Rick the Bouncer. We had him on our show a few times. Ed, I, I'm not sure you've ever met Rick the Bouncer. No. I will tell you how. He came into being in my life. Well, I know how he came into being. His mother and father copulated. <laughs> Brilliant deduction, uh, Mr. Kelly. I'm not going to debate that. That was, was low-hanging yeah, fruit. I'm sorry. That particular perspective. <laughs> um, I realized at one point, maybe 20 or so years ago, yeah. that um, I didn't know everything. Wow. <laughs> no, I did. I realized that, you know, I have my own perspective, but there's a whole lot I don't know. Yeah. And even though I was raised in Connecticut, like Zip, in a city that was very racially, uh, what's the right word? Segregated. Uh, well, it, it was segregated in that in, the, the suburbs were one way and the yeah. city was at least 50% African American. Right. And I lived in the years of the race riots in New Haven. You know, when Same the doors sang about blood on the yep. streets of New Haven, mm -hmm. I was going to school going, blood on the streets. And my mom was going, you're not going into New Haven. Stay out of New Haven. And my dad would say, actually, I had a girlfriend's dad who used uh, a racial epithet. Said, you're not going where those you-know-whats live. Yeah, they call it the green. Yeah, but it's not green. <laughs> and so, anyway... Um, I came out and one day and I said, I, I don't, I've never had a black friend. 
Oh, and that's right. I maybe, and I've had now. a gay friend. Yeah. Uh, and I've had female friends, and I've had. I don't think I've had a Native American friend. Maybe we can work on that one. But <laughs> I, I, I started talking about this, and this guy called, and he said, "I'll be your black friend." And uh, to this day, he's still my black friend. And so I would like to bring him on the show sometime in the next couple of weeks. And these are the kind of things we're going to, uh, for some of you who listened to us over the years, uh, some of these things may be familiar. But we're getting the technical stuff together. And uh, we're beta testing it tonight. I don't know where we're going to release it. But we're, we're going to do video. So our podcasts will be available on YouTube, on you know, whatever those TikTok, swipe left, swipe. No, no, that's Tinder. We're not going to do that one. <laughs> but you know what, what? I mean. <laughs> Soon to be available at a theater near you. Yes. Uh, and tonight we're testing it with me and Zip and Andrew's going to come on with the video. And then a special guest is going to come on and, uh, and do a little bit with it. So it's just a little tease. In fact, I have to invite those guests now. So let's do this. <laughs> All right. Hold on. This this is where you used to have producers, Bob. I, and, you know, on the one hand, I do miss having the producer because yeah. there would be like a cue card or a flashing light and there mm -hmm. would be something put in front of me that would say the name of the guest, what yes. they're here to promote, and my name. Yeah. <laughs> and they have to use the light. To, Ooh, something shiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, okay, I think I just... That's Truer words have never been spoken. Oh, yeah. So I, I just invited our, a couple of guests right now. And the way this works is I'm recording on Zoom at the same time. So they will, I guess they will show up as a participant that I let in on Zoom. So we'll be recording the video. This is and, a, and then they'll the, show up in our audio. That's the and way it, the world is working now. And you know, it's a one-man show. Remember the guy, uh, the blind guy with the tin cup? Who was a one-man band, and he yes. had the you know the uh, what what would he play a, like an accordion, or harmonica? Yeah, there'd be a bass drum strapped to his drum back and a, and a yeah, hi hat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what this feels like. <laughs> All right. So, uh, in, in just a short moment, we should have our guest. Meantime, uh, this in is the time. this is the ask portion of this. We had a little Patreon thing going pretty well with. Uh, Bob, Spike, and Joe, and Joe is too busy to be on regularly, and Spike will be on pretty often with us. And so like PBS, we're going to ask you folks, if you don't already, to please consider supporting us on Patreon. Now, um, Oh, there he is. There's my son, but I haven't let him in yet on Clean Feet, so he's just on the Zoom. <laughs> all right. Anyway, uh, you can go to patreon.com slash Bob Rivers, and anything that we get is going to be equitably distributed, just like the vaccines. <laughs> <laughs> the essential yeah. workers will get it first. <laughs> like the and, stimulation yeah. checks the first and time. And people in nursing homes, like Bob <laughs> and Zip, Ed, you'll get something. Yes. You'll be uh, by next summer, maybe. Anyway, go to patreon.com slash uh, Bob Rivers. So we're waiting for Andrew to show up on the clean feed. Mm -hmm. Andrew, are you there? There he is. Okay. Yeah. Oh, let's uh, nice. let's play the jingle and introduce Andrew Rivers. There you are. Wow, you're in a dark room. 
Yeah, it's my room. Keep it, uh, keep it dark. Okay, you well, gotta mute them. I gotta mute you, but that's okay. Mute, mute them on the, this is the first the time. Zoom. Sounds yeah. perfect yeah. now. Andrew, what you up to? Ah, uh, just uh, hanging out, promoting my uh, special and stuff. Um, I'm about to pass four thousand uh, YouTube subscribers, which is the yeah. threshold where they uh, start letting you host boxing matches. So that's where <laughs> <laughs> I'll fight Jake Paul next week. Now wait a minute. Uh, do they pay you YouTube something? Yes, I've made about uh, $300 in uh, advertising on my uh, special for about 50,000, 60,000 views. So this is like Spotify. Good. You get a million views, they send you 10 cents. That's yeah, fantastic. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a great, um, but you know, without them, I wouldn't be anywhere. So I just owe it all to them. You know? Right. Yeah. It's, so that's their, that should be their motto to musicians. It's better than panhandling. Deal Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Keep, yeah, yeah. Keeping keeping you in ramen noodles. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it's not like you can tour or anything right now. So it's a it's a good revenue stream and um yeah. Well, and the whole world is changing, isn't it? I mean, you were already on this. You had cut out the middleman and you were booking theaters yep. to do your own comedy shows. And there yeah. was no agent. You would book the show, you would market it on Facebook, and you would show up, and there'd be 300 people there, right? Yeah. I mean, if there was money for an agent, I'm sure they would have been interested. But uh, <laughs> the profit margins are still a little slim. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I just looked ahead and I saw that uh, comedy clubs weren't booking me anymore. So. I uh, I wisely decided out of necessity to uh, start booking my own tour. Um, I basically found that if I go to cities that don't have any other options, that they would come see me if I advertised. Mm. That's a good it's idea. called the Eagles Cover Band Tour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. <laughs> I, I would sell. Yeah, yeah, I would sell a hundred tickets in Bellingham because the Eagles aren't coming to Bellingham. But if you went to a city where the Eagles were playing, uh, in other right. words, a huge comic, that might yeah. not go as well. Yeah. Yeah, right. I mean, when I sold, uh, I think I sold like forty tickets in Dallas and San Antonio and stuff like that, which is still okay, but it's not enough to justify it. But you live and you learn. Mm. It's all good. Right. Well, um, you you also did something not a lot of comics do. Uh, you went out and toured during the pandemic because, A, you needed to eat. B, you're young. You're not high risk. Uh, in fact, I saw something interesting today. There's a story about the Trump administration that emails reveal that their plan was herd immunity and they wanted you to work. Did you see that? Yeah, uh, I just, you know, whenever you think of what they wanted to do, just think of the evilest plan that you can come up with. And, and that's probably it, yeah. <laughs> they still have, like, a bunch of vaccine in storage because they won't tell them where to ship it. It's pretty exciting. Yeah, pretty What's nutty. funny is I would, you know, I would think if... Um, if he, he if he hadn't been inept the whole four years, you would think it was like a plan to like uh, mess with Biden's new term. But it's like no, this even if he was reelected, they would still suck at rolling this vaccine out. So yeah. Um, now, do you feel know. guilty at all for touring during the pandemic? I a little bit. I mean, I wonder. I don't know if I'm just being paranoid. I know that's like a side effect of the CBD treatment I'm on lately. But, uh, <laughs> I do worry that as we wrap up, like, I wonder if there's going to be backlash from touring because um, I was talking to a friend and we were catching up and he said that uh, I hate that I have to suffer because I'm actually taking this seriously. And I was like, oh, is that wow. at me? Like, yeah, that was. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. I just wonder if there's going to be backlash someday. You know, they're going to tear me down like I'm a racist statue in 50 years. <laughs> you know? Like, how could you perform while there's a pandemic? I'm like, it was a different time. You don't understand. Um, That's true, man. And I certainly empathize with their point of view. Um, to me, I just, I took a chance. You know, life is about chances. Yeah, big chance. Uh, yeah, I mean, I took a chance 10 years ago living in a Toyota Corolla when everyone else got a day job. <laughs> That'll do it. But Was that a great that idea? Story, no. By the way, do you know that Andrew uh, basically set up his Toyota Corolla as his hotel room? That's, <clears> that, that's how you get into comedy. Drove Pretty to comedy nutty. gigs all over the country yeah. uh, through sleet and snow and tornadoes. It didn't matter. Right. It worked. Great idea. No, no. I mean, yeah, well... Was long-term side effects? You bet. You know, a lot of similarities. But a the way I see it is, yeah, yeah, yeah. The way I see it is, uh, like, I think the shows were going to happen with or without me. So why not <laughs> do up. it myself and do it safer than the average person would, thereby saving lives? I'm actually a hero when you think about it, you know? You're I put myself at risk. Yeah. And yeah. And look, if I lose a leg or whatever, then then there's my gimmick to get on America's Got Talent. So it was a no-lose situation. There's a, there's a gig for you in Newsmax, too, with that kind of spin. Uh, speaking of uh, situations, we're in this situation with the pandemic. And um, I, I was impressed uh, recently you sent me um, some story about history. You were actually aware of the pandemic a hundred years ago. And you, sure. you do for um, someone your age, you do read a lot and have a lot of historical perspective. How does a millennial like you look at society and what's going on right now? Uh, there's a little tonage there. I don't know. Appreciate hey, it, but. <laughs> I, 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 that was actually, I was trying to be very I complimentary. Know. Yeah. But, oh, I mean, no, you know, I, for I'll a millennial, I mean, you, I you read books, uh, you know. Do you know cursive too? <laughs> yeah. Very exciting. Well, I yes. mean, I, I've just been reading about, I'm trying to get above the surface level news, you know, because um, it's all you know, what's going to happen in the next hour and how right, can we make right. you scared and buy an off-road vehicle. And, uh, <laughs> but I've been reading about Cowboy, trying to see yeah. what to expect, right? Because, yeah. like, oh, history tends man. to repeat itself, you know, like polio. I've been reading about polio a lot. That was the last major one. You know, they got Elvis to take the vaccine and it helped a bunch. And it's like, That's okay, right. I don't know. I, Clinton is not Elvis just because they both dated 14-year-olds, you know, but... Uh, <laughs> Oh, that's not nice, man. That's not nice, man. But, it, you know, the story never changes. Like, it's the same story in the news. I mean, it's the immigrants' fault. The vaccine's going to make it worse. We can't store it because we ship too many cheese curds. You know, nothing ever changes. You know, so that's refreshing a little bit to be like, oh, at least Internet didn't make it worse. You know? <laughs> that's right. That's right. People want to blame social media but these conversations have been happening for a hundred years so mm -hmm. you know it's the old you know the internet isn't going to solve it it's the old saying like you can lead a horse to wi-fi but you can't make it <laughs> <laughs> uh, i'm stealing that <laughs> oh, something like that so but, so but who it do you is think interesting yeah go ahead uh, oh well i was gonna say i mean it is interesting because we have all this information and some of it is um you know um 
like the mask stuff is conflicting. You know, like a Republican mayor in Kansas just resigned because uh, she was getting death threats for supporting the mask mandate. Yeah. So, you know, it turns out wearing a mask can kill you, which no one talks about. <laughs> so. <laughs> Mm. Now, who do you like? Uh, is there a good charity? Is there a good thing going on in the world that that, that gives you some hope? Um, my, if you want to donate to the Andrew Rivers charity, my Venmo <laughs> um, is on my website. Well, uh, the last one was the uh, the March of Dimes, right? That okay. was uh, the big thing um, that helped fight polio. People would mail actual dimes to the White House. Mm. Which is interesting because now there's a coin shortage and a pandemic. And I'm like, is that just always a coincidence? Or did, yeah. <laughs> did Trump say, like, I want all the dimes in the White House? And then he got money and was like, that's not what I meant. Um, the March of Dimes still exists, but it's not a good charity because 80% of the money goes to overhead costs. Yeah, because no. uh, yeah, Coinstar is, just takes all your money. <laughs> <laughs> there's an administrative cost. Yeah, Absolutely. But... Yeah, it sounds like it's rolling out, and uh, they, they want 20 million vaccinations by the end of December. So I think that, I don't know who's left. Everyone else has got it by then, right? Uh, like it's looking that way, cover. yeah. Yeah. It's going to be sad. Yeah. But um, this vaccine is actually different. It's fascinating to read about because the, the old vaccines use actual parts of the virus, but the new COVID vaccine just uses a simulated virus. Right. It's like, RNA. It, yeah. They take something from something else, right? Is it from a yeah, chimpanzee those are the technical or terms. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get the thing from the other thing, and it's, uh, yeah. it's like it tofu virus. Yeah. yeah. It's like uh, even our vaccines are going vegan, you know? Like, <laughs> and just like vegans, the people who have the vaccine are not going to shut up about it. You know? <laughs> I took the vaccine last year and I felt like spiritually I'm a whole new person. It's good stuff. Oh, man. Well, uh, love you, son. You know, it's hey. your, it's your uh, parents' wedding anniversary today. December yeah, tomorrow, 18th. right? Oh, yeah, yeah well, well, when this We're recording out. it the night before, but sure. we'll be Spoil done about magic. midnight, and I will go upstairs to the bedroom and see what's in store for me. Scary thought. <laughs> <laughs> There's just um, no way that's ever a fun lead-in to Well, I, I, I have a joke about it, but I, every time I've told it, you get it, you get bashful, so I don't want to make you oh. embarrassed. But oh, when, I get you, bashful? You, you, never. Um, you had a story about, uh, you told me I, I was conceived on We're out of time, folks. No, I don't even know what's coming. So go ahead. You know, I'm forgetful. So hit me sure. Yeah. You used to say that I was conceived, uh, on your, on your, uh, maybe it was your birthday, but you said, uh, usually no, it the things we do on, on my birthday. birthday. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Usually the things I do on my birthday don't lead to babies or whatever. Anyway. So. There you go. <laughs> so, cancel. How do we, how do we cut? The feed went out. We really love having you, but we're out of time. Uh, yeah. Uh, actually, we have another special guest coming up at Andrew Rivers. Uh, how can people see your special? Is look, look you up. Andrew Rivers, right? It's easy. YouTube.com slash. Andrew J. Rivers, and that's uh, Andrew J. Rivers on any app you want uh, Facebook, YouTube, Adult Friend Finder. Um, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> farmers he is only. not kidding. All right. <laughs> well, Son, yeah. love you. Thank you very much for coming on. Andrew Rivers, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs>
All right. Now, we have another a very special guest, by the way. He is a noted psychologist oh, who, who is helping people deal with, well, some very traumatic things. It's been a very stressful year, a very divisive year. And uh, I don't... Uh, Let's see, I've got his information right here. He's a noted psychologist and expert on stress. Uh, Dr. Uh, is it uh, uh, Richard Mencia? Is that it? No. Uh, no. What, what, what is it? I'm sorry. I, 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 I got to be so stressed out. I don't have a gate. What is it's, it again? It's Dean. D- Dr. Dean Mencha. Dean Mencha. Yeah, okay. Just call me Dean. Dr. Dean Mencha. Welcome I like, to... I like to break the third wall and put believe Call me Dr. D. Dr. D. Mencha. Good to talk to you, Bob. Dr. D. Mencha. Okay. You sound stressed. Am I right about that? <laughs> Who isn't stressed in 2021? <laughs> I, I believe you might be correct, Bob. We're all yeah. in this together. That's a great great thing to remember in times like this is that we are all in this together. Right. And there's only enough vaccine for two of us. So don't let that get you dead. But we are all in this together yeah <laughs> well these uh, are trying times so sir you've been working with people who've had a difficult time in 2021 can you tell us about some of the research you're doing well what we've we've obviously all had a difficult year mm-hmm. but there has been an outbreak of stress and anxiety i will the last i would say f- five to six weeks we found a new level of uh, of stress and anxiety has attacked uh, Americans. Is it to uh, do much with like the, a Russian uh, social or a, so, uh, a cyber attack there? Yeah, um, it's uh, people who are having what we call PTSD. PTSD. Oh, from all the stress of the year with the with the coronavirus. Yeah, right. and, and people thought that would be a post-Trump stress disorder. Oh, <laughs> oh, but that's really not the case. It's not the case because, as we can all tell, there is no such thing as post-Trump. So what people have is perennial Trump stress disorder, the feeling that this will never, ever end or go away. And I want to reassure all of you that it will end and it will go away someday. Uh, Possibly you will do that first before the the Trump goes away, but that's okay. There There is a sense of hope on the horizon for everyone if they'll just, you know, uh, take a deep breath. Mm. Not within six feet of anyone else. That's something we don't even oh, right. Take a deep breath and relax, and know that uh, all things pass. Mm. I feel better already, uh, Doctor Dean Mencher. Dean, just call me Doctor D. Doctor D. Mencher. And listen, okay. there there are so many things bothering so many people. You know, uh, and we found that most of it is related to the the news coverage of our. Uh, Soon to be uh, ex-president, I laugh about that. <laughs> yes. Um, one thing is that it's an, a really in, an increased sense of homophobia. Oh, Believe homophobia? Yeah, oh, wait a minute, I misread my notes here. It's a uh, lose your homophobia is what we're talking about. <laughs> lose your homophobia. That's the feeling that you haven't worked in 12 months and the Congress can't get a stimulus package together in time to stop your impending eviction. Got it, got yeah, it. Yeah, many people suffering from lose your homophobia these days. It really is a frightening moment for so many Americans. Yeah. Why are we laughing? <sighs> but, uh, but I've studied I've studied these disorders for, for many, many years. In sure. fact, I just, re- a lot of us have taken the opportunity to use this downtime to expand our base of knowledge. And I went back to school uh, and I graduated uh, just recently. I'm very proud of it. I'm a man at my age, go back to school and graduated from, and uh, <laughs> I, I, I did very, very well with my courses. And <laughs> but I, I couldn't be prouder. Sure. In fact, I graduated summa cum laude from that. And it might not be as, as impressive as it sounds. But to graduate summa cum laude, it's just an extra six ninety five a month and you have to be over 18. Other than that, anyone can do it. 
But I found it really puts people at ease when they find that I've got the extra accreditation to help them uh, with yes. their problems. Very good. Very good. Sure. <laughs> well, uh, Dr. Uh, Doctor D, uh, yes, mentioned, Bob. Um, <clears throat> in the work that you're doing, uh, can you offer any hope? Are there treatments? Are there ways that those of us dealing with Pope, uh, Pope, post-Trump <laughs> stress post disorder? Trump, That's a Peter PTSD, Piper. perennial Trump stress disorder. You can, <laughs> PTSD is easier, Bob. I don't want to add to your stress level by trying to remember what it stands for. Um, what I can tell you to do, Bob, and it's not, it's not something that you can do. It's something that you can stop doing. Oh, and I think that? everyone would benefit from this information. Uh, You've heard so of the term doom scrolling, am I correct? Doom You've scrolling, heard of doom yes. Scrolling? All of us nowadays are doom scrolling. We go through and just look for bad news. Uh, but what I found people are doing more so than there is dumb scrolling. Oh, dumb where scrolling. you try to find people that you're smarter than to help you feel better about your own situation in the world. Um, I, I, the, the, the avalanche of stupidity tends to be more than most people can bear. Mm. Just find one person you're smarter than and just talk to them individually. <laughs> Don't try to be smarter than the masses. The masses literally are a tidal wave. It's a tsunami of stupid. A tsunami of it's a great. You know, you know, you know, here I'm thinking you're being a little silly, but that's really good. Hey, I went to Trump University. I know what I'm yeah. talking about. <laughs> And I'm so smart, I got to pay twice. <laughs> wow. I, I don't like to brag. Very awesome. But I, there I go doing it again. <laughs> well, we all do stuff we, we wish we could stop doing. Isn't that uh, right, yeah. Dr. Dean? Uh, we all do, Bob. But listen, yeah. that being said, I do have another appointment coming on. Uh, right. Mr. What's his name again? McConnell? Okay, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I have a Mr. McConnell coming in for his session, so I've got to go. Oh, okay. But it's been a pleasure speaking with you. You sound like you're going to be able to handle all this stress just fine. Oh, we're doing that. Uh, just we remember can. two things, Bob. Okay. Oh, God, what were they again? I just, <laughs> they're important, too. I really should remember these. But, but the two things one is uh, wash your hands, uh, and uh, oh, yeah, and take the vaccine. Take the vaccine. Thank all you, right. uh, Dr. Dr. Uh, Dr. D. Dr. D. Dr. Dean Manchin. Good to, good to speak with you, Bob. <laughs> Very good to talk to you, sir. Best of your days ahead of you. Right, hang on, sir. Whoa, whoa, listen to the bullshit. Whoa, whoa, listen to the bullshit. Whoa, whoa, listen to the bullshit. Collection Well, I, I know that was for the election, but I figured with the topic of PTSD, it was worth playing one more time. And and what a coincidence, by the way. Uh, two things have happened here. Uh, first, uh, Mitch McConnell, who was mentioned uh, at the end by Dr. Dean Mencha, uh, it actually joins us in studio. And at the same time he's here, Spike O'Neill just dropped in. Spike, how are you, sir? I'm great, man. How are you guys? I tried calling him, but my usual line was busy. Yeah, Someone well, my, sorry, my we were on with another guest. And well, and, and Mitch McConnell, I know he's not your favorite person, but Mitch McConnell joins us. Mitch McConnell, the Senate Majority Leader, at least until January whatever, right? Yeah, it, whatever, I'll, I'll just, uh, you know, we can leave that out of the news. Well, I mean, if <laughs> that Georgia Senate election, the, the runoffs don't go well, yeah. who yeah. would be the Democratic uh, Majority Leader? Would they pick someone <clears> that equipped... <throat> Whoever they want. Oh, is it Schumer, right? Schumer. Yeah, yeah, Schumer. Not everybody's Chuck. Uh, I, call, okay. I call him Chuck. 
Now, uh, Mitch, I may I call you Mitch? You can call me anything you want. Just don't call me away from my appointment with Dr. D. Okay, Dr. <laughs> Dimensions. It's got to help you with your PTSD. Um, look, I, there's very little that uh, you've done over the last few years that makes me go, wow, he's my guy. But I have to say, you've done two things in the last couple of weeks that yep, I'm, job. I'm somewhat yeah. happy about. Your I mean, job. What? Funny. No. Okay, he said he so did I kept job. my job. Yeah. Uh, you kept, kept your job, yeah. yeah. Uh, one is you finally congratulated President Elect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, That's all right. You finally congratulated President elect Joe Biden. Bob, are you there? Yes. I thought this was going to be like Young Frankenstein and you were going to whinny like a horse when I said that. <laughs> yeah. uh, and and you even said, yeah. you said something nice about uh, Kamala Harris being the first woman, uh, and you didn't mention of color, uh, yeah. but it, that she was the first woman uh, to be the vice president. I thought that was very nice of you. Yeah. Well, uh, she, she, she's uh, doing what she can do. Uh, Add more cracks to the glass ceiling. We're, we're spackling on the weekends during the break. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Anyway, uh, that and then the other thing is... I, I say person of color because it's, it's now a stained glass window. In my view. <laughs> uh, the other thing is, and if I'm not mistaken, today, uh, the and day sure this are, podcast yeah. gets released is uh, the 18th and it's Friday. The government will shut down by midnight unless you guys reach an agreement, and it looks like you're going to give people stimulus checks again. Is that right? Yeah. Well, it all depends on how things go. See, Pelosi. Sorry, it gets stuck in my throat every time. Bro. That's a lot of throat, <clears throat> sir. I can understand it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Uh, I have a considerable jowl to deal with there. A lot, a lot of flesh. It's an avalanche from my chin down. I something that happens with age. But you, you, you're an older crowd. You know. Thank you. Thank you. That's good. Uh, anyway, Mitch, I don't want to keep you from a doctor's appointment, but uh, yeah, well, I, I really do have PTSD. Yeah. Thank you for not um, continuing the uh, election was stolen thing. I just want to thank you. Well, that doesn't mean it wasn't. It just means that, you know, I've stopped saying it because, you know, I, I'm tired of the calls at midnight from the orange guy. Mm. Yeah. You know, I, I'm at my age, they sleep. We go to bed at 9 o'clock and blow the wife on her. And she, she's worth more money than me, so I, I, I follow the rules. Could you speak up a little? I'm having trouble hearing you. <laughs> I, I, I say, uh, she yeah. has more money than me, so... Oh yeah, that's right. You I, married. Uh, you married up, right? My wife's the one with the dough. Yeah. Well, so not until her father uh, died, but I knew he was going to die. Right. Yeah. Eventually, we all do. No one gets out alive. On that happy and note, I'll let, you, I'll let you <laughs> yeah. talk to your psychologist, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Mitch McConnell. Yes. I'm underwhelmed by the applause. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that was beautiful. All right, folks. Uh, that's it for this edition of the Bob and Zip Show with Ed Kelly, Andrew Rivers, Spike O'Neill, Dr. Dean Mensha, and Mitch McConnell. <laughs> and uh, we'll be back. Uh, and we are working on a, a whole new, inspired by my son, we're working on uh, making this a, what do you call it, a, a vlog? A vlog? Vlog, yes. Video log? <laughs> yes. Like, not just a, Andrew? It's a vlog. I, yeah. Vlog Video with blog. a V. Yeah. Vlog, vlog. with a V. Vlog. It sounds like you would... Whoosh, Flog somebody. Flog. It's yeah, flog. It's flog. It's flog. Oh, that's flog. Sorry. Yeah. All right, you guys, be well. We'll be back with more next week. 
My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Bob and Zip. Two shows nightly, meeting all you nice people, yeah. And now he's found the key. And if you want the winds of change to blow about you, then hey, you better tip your waitresses. You know what I'm saying to you? I think you do. Don't tell me. He's just a singer and a holiday in. Yeah. How about a big hand for Charlie at guitar? He's working overtime for you. And my lovely wife Candy on background vocals. She's a sweetheart. All right, we want to thank you. We're here again every Tuesday through Sunday, two shows nightly. We are the Moody Two.